Ladies and gents, welcome to Screw News Episode 2. Welcome back, guys. Um, as usual, I've got my co-host all the way in Lawville, uh, Mr. Ace Rimmer. How are you today, mate? Actually, really good. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome back, uh, ladies and gents. Um, Screw News stands for Skeleton Crew News. For those that uh, might be new to this episode, uh, I like to think of us as the coolest australian slash european org in the verse so uh, you can check us out on the rsi website um but you gotta be cool to get in <laughs> you don't want to make a requirement yeah that's it you gotta be real cool <laughs> um just kidding all right let's kick off with um it's been a week since our last uh, podcast ace thanks for for making this one dude and um I suppose 315's out the we've had at the time of recording we've had anvil and rsi um expos happen um just a few housekeeping things guys i had to reset my account um for the character bug issue did you have to do that or are you interested in doing that ace did you have to do that did yeah you know the, about it? i had to um because at the beginning i was like an indian bloke and uh to to get him to look the way he usually looks uh i had to do a character reset too yeah yeah the, the character was going to some weird default thing so uh we did that um some interesting things to note like obviously um on star citizen leaks guys you're all aware of the, the discord and and uh group of guys hater and stuff that that produced the leaks there's some interesting pictures of i think is it the argo raft it's Argo Raft and the Misk uh, Odyssey, Odyssey, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Two ships that are being leaked. So go check them out on Star Citizen uh, leaks. The Argo Raft, dude. Have you seen pictures of it? It's fucking pretty. Yeah. Incredibly you, pretty. The, with the four legs. You like the four legs? Well, yeah. It's The thing is those legs keep it off the ground and you've got like cargo containers underneath that it looks like uh, one of those cranes you would expect in a harbor. You right. know, those that move the yeah. big containers around. Yeah. That, that's what the ship looks from underneath. And I thought that's that's a really nice and interesting industrial looking choice that they made there. Okay. All right. Are you saying, you know, the area underneath where the legs are, like, it looks like a table to me. I'm not a big fan of it yet, but I haven't seen where the cargo goes. So that space yeah, underneath gets filled yeah. with cargo? Yeah, that's what it looked like from, from the pictures. It was like those big uh, shipping containers you'd expect on a, on the back of a truck or one of those huge huge boats. It had several of those attached to the belly. Right, okay. I'll, I'll put some pictures up on our video version of um, of this podcast from, from Leaks. Um so yeah those two things got leaked and i think that's about it for housekeeping so we'll uh unless you got anything else to add ace spartan was also leaked but we got to see that um, at the expo by now so not that leaky anymore yeah that just got bang here it is the uh the spartan just boom um 
So that's right, actually. That, that We'll speak about the Spartan a little bit. So let's jump into the week in review, Ace. And uh, how's your week been in the verse? Awesome. I've had some of the smoothest experience uh, for a long time. And we've been playing for hours and hours. And we were really genuinely enjoying it. Like, we were really having fun. We did a lot of uh, bunker missions. We we did a lot of bounty hunting. We did well. That that's mostly what we did, and uh, we visited the expo, of course. Yeah. And uh, and you? Well, I was gonna. Uh, I did the same. So I did actually. We did a. I did a few cargo runs. So I jumped in my caterpillar, and I got some of the skeleton crew uh, members to um, escort me. So we were just practicing, you know, quantum traveling together. Uh, in, in a group with the escorts and uh, made a little bit of money, not not too much. We just used the little commodity application uh, in the Moby Glass to see, and it's had the same two commodities in there forever, processed food and distilled spirits. Um, so we've been using the app a little bit uh, just to see, just to test it more than anything and made a little bit of money, but it, it, w- it was fun. And then we did bunker missions, and, and, and the bunker missions are um, a little bit hit and miss. I was going to ask you, Ace, are you guys uh, yeah, getting that problem uh, where one guy survives? Yeah, yeah, it's it's always the same where, where the last dude is uh, somewhere hidden in an elevator or something. Yeah. Or behind a door or stuck somewhere. Yeah. But for the most part, they worked. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. And what ship have you been flying around in, mostly? I've been mostly flying the Inferno, or been crewing the turret of a Redeemer, because it's shiny and new, and I'm madly in love with the Inferno. Yeah. So you got pulled away from the Hurricane. Is Ace's Hurricane phase over, or not? Well, the Hurricane always was the Inferno. It was the loner for the Inferno, and since I got that thing, man... Gotcha. <sighs> I don't want to fly anything else. Seriously. <laughs> That's good, man. It's good to have the ship. You know. Yeah, the absolutely. The ship that you not you know you're not going to want to fly anything else. It's good to have one of those. Um, for me, unfortunately, it's the Buccaneer, which ends up being more my coffin than anything else. But anyway. <laughs> oh, but the, don't hate on the buck. The buck is 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 lovely. Yeah. The fuck is just pirate life, man. It is. Or death. (laughs) Ejection seats are for quitters anyway. (laughs) That's it. Um, But yeah, I've, yeah, we've been, uh, after this stream, hopefully, after this stream, after this uh, podcast, um, if Skeleton Crew members um, show up, we're going to jump into Arena Commander and just practice some, some fighting against each other. But like you, man, 3.15, with, even with the uh, Expo in, um, it's been such an amazingly stable, relatively stable experience. So really, really happy about that. Um, no, no 30K. So get in there, guys. I mean, who knows what's going to happen when 3.16 comes. You know, it, Hopefully, we keep going upwards and upwards in regards to stability. But uh, jump in now. <laughs> and um, it's, it's worth your time. Absolutely. Alrighty, man. So we had one um, Star Citizen live uh, this week. Uh, 
uh, first person features it was called so we had the fps team um sort of giving a lot of information over a period of an hour on the fps side of uh star citizen which i thought was really good because usually we're always focused on on the on the spaceship piloting side of things so uh this was this was good because um uh, i love the fps i think we all do all star citizen guys love the fact that in this game you can pew pew with spaceships and then jump out and and, and pew pew fps wise um I, I jump into star marine when i can and uh and really love um the kind of foundations that is star citizen in regards to the way the character feels like you're not you're not this super fast hyperactive you feel like you're a human being taking steps and you go from cover to cover and uh it's really i, I like to describe it as an earthed experience it's not like call of duty where you're sort of hyper fast um uh, it, it almost feels like a simulator in, in the way that you move around um and i enjoy that i enjoy it yeah yeah, the FPS is getting more and more enjoyable in general. Like, you you can do so much more stuff. Yeah, and it actually works by now. So yeah, uh, the whole looting and helping others and dragging people around and man, that that's been great. We we were having a lot of fun with that. Um. Yeah, they've just. I, I'm I'm able to now change guns and stuff uh it's still a bit janky um when i yeah. swap weapons but at least it kind of works for the most part it's it's working yeah let's yeah. go with that yeah uh yeah so the fps guys man lots of interesting stuff so let's go through some of that so uh first off at the top of the show they talked about fps salvaging uh ace and how they're building the t0 kind of version of it and you know it's going to be sort of you shoot your gun and they also spoke about repair and how they're both like the flip side of the same coin in it in a way so salvaging is like shooting your gun and absorbing or or uh you know sucking in material and turning it to a they called it like a generic let's just call it generic slime <laughs> generic salvage goo or something um and then you can kind of in the repair mode you shoot that goo and you can repair the ship um but what i liked about it is um you can see when your ship's repaired like it's going to not have any paint yeah. on it and it's going to be patched up and stuff so um uh, you know that's going to be the fps version of it and then slowly it'll it'll come out in, into onto ships and stuff um the reclaimer and all that sort of stuff so i uh, suppose interesting at least we're talking about salvage now i know we've been waiting for it for a long time but um yeah. I, I feel that it's getting a move on in a weird way and and will be delivered at some point um it sounded very much like they are already testing stuff out like uh, internally yeah so it might not take as long as we thought yeah yeah it's the sense that i get i think when they talk more and more about something it means that it's sort of coming down the pipeline 
Yeah. It, it felt like they, they had something with, uh, with, with substance to it already. So. Yeah. Dude, what did you think about, like, there's been some discussion on Spectrum and stuff about, like, oh, everything in Star Citizen is laser beams. Like, shoot, shoot, you know, repair laser beam, salvage laser beam, medical laser beam. And... Yeah. The reason I, that... I mean, it's a game. It's got to have some sort of limitation to it. You couldn't be walking around with a with a with a tool bag on your back and like getting the torch and oxy cutter out just to just to remove a panel and then take the screwdriver and have like fifty different tools to uh, to adjust different screws in the ship. Uh, come on, that's not going to work. I mean, that that would work in a, in a spaceship workshop simulator but that's not what it is so it's got to keep that balance to to be playable by by the average player not like the dedicated mechanic so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it, i get the sense that everyone wants star citizen to be everything all at once yeah and... but it gets to be too much and nothing at all in the end if, if we yeah. if we go that route yeah i agree man they did say an interesting thing that, you know, usually when you don't like an alternate to beams or some sort of shooting beams sort of mechanic, the the way, like, how do I say it? The way that the other mechanics, these detailed mechanics could work, could be very, uh, like... Limiting. Maybe, limiting because, yeah you get yeah. stuck in animation lock they were saying like exactly someone yeah. comes to to heal you they have you know they might have to grab you and take your clothes off and you've lost control of your character and you're just this rag doll and there's all this animation locks that potentially could be an alternative to shooting beams whereas shooting beams gives you both free free motion at the same time and, and flexibility to continue running around and, and doing what you want to do but um, yeah, that's the thing. We, we were healing each other mid-mission because uh, someone got downed on the 890 and you just whip out that medi tool and beam the guy up and uh, he's good to go again. Otherwise, think about it. You'd be you'd be sitting there, pretty much ducks in a room, waiting for whoever the assailant is to come in and kick you Yeah. in the back well while you're like fumbling about on the other guy and you can't do anything about it, so... Yeah, yeah I, I think it's a good solution to do it this way. Yeah. And they're going to continue to add more depth to it as well. They didn't just say, this is it. But yeah. they said, look, this is a good way to start. And then we're going to continue to add more and more depth to all these mechanics. So we just got to wait and see um, what, what they come up with. Um, they talked about something interesting as well, um, Ace. Def like default item action. So interacting with items in the world like a rock or a grenade right you can yeah they, they alluded that you can have a um a default action that you can choose yourself there'll be a default action when you spawn in the game like let's say for example uh, a rock yeah. might be just pick it up with your hand that might be the default yeah. action but you can change that to oh put it in my pocket as soon as i pick it up you put immediately put it in your pocket or a grenade they used another example your default action might be to pick it up or you can change it to pick it up and immediately throw it so i don't really know that's a quite a innovative way i, I don't know any other game that's got a default or a, or a setting that you change in how you interact 
I mean, there is auto loot in MMOs. You know, when you loot, loot a chest, you automatically like pick up the stuff. So it's kind of like that, I suppose. But uh, it's pretty innovative. I, I found. I found that interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what else they add apart from pick up and store. Mm. But yeah, I, I think it's a good way to do it because it gets kind of tedious every now and then with uh, with the whole drop down menu and then. If there's stuff behind the weapon you try to store, then then uh, you know the, the menu switches between the two things and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's horrible at the moment. Um, it's particularly bad when you want to drink something and you're standing at the at the food stand there and you you want to click drink, but then you end up buying another can and throw the other one on the floor by accident, stuff like that. Yeah, so I I can see it working a lot yeah. better. Uh, through those, um, yeah, through, through those actions, and you're like, I want to eat my apple. Oh shit! I reloaded my gun instead. <laughs> yeah, or better, you drop your hot dog on the floor and uh, are happy. There's that five second rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, default actions, um, and then they quickly pivoted into. Just like in, you know, the spaceship world, um, they pivoted to the kind of differences that they're looking to implement between ballistic FPS weapons and laser FPS weapons. Um, so with ballistic, you get less ammo, which is kind of like the, what's happening with the spaceships. But correct me if I'm wrong, Ace, the, the positive side is you can find ammunition in the field and put them in your magazines. Is that right? Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I got because um, magazine stripping was always a thing that was uh, going to be added rather sooner than later. Yeah. So basically, if you find a mag and it's got like ten bullets in it, and it's the same kind of ammunition your gun uses, you can just strip the bullets and add them into your magazine, and then they would fit into your gun again. And um, that, that's a quick way to reload on the field, which you obviously can't do with batteries. Right. Okay. Yeah, all right. That that kind of makes sense. Whereas with energy weapons, they can be charged by your suit battery, um, and they they kind of were saying that it's good for longer expeditions because you're you can continue to recharge your energy weapons. But then they introduced some more concepts to balance it out. So your <laughs> this is crazy. Your weapons are going to wear down. The more oh yeah. The more you use them, but that's good. That's that's like in real life, and it's like in uh, several other survival games. Like the more you shoot your gun, the more it gets used, and then you'll have eventual misfires, or the gun gets jammed, or stuff like that. And they're then you have to figure out how to fix it. They're not being shy, are they? They really implementing a lot of, if you like, like you said, survival mechanics, like things that you would, you know. Uh, experience in Conan Exiles or Don't Starve or The Forest where your yep. weapon, your tool breaks after a while, your weapon wears out after a while. They're, they're not at all shying away from that. A segment of the community on Spectrum are like, man, they ain't, I ain't got no time for no survival game. This is a spaceship game. But CIG is not at all shying away from that at all. I don't I like... When, well, yeah. It's... it's 
the thing is, it's not just a space game. You have to wrap your head around that. It's a lot more. And if you want to do the other things, you will have to take care of your stuff. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. And then he spoke about, you know, this guy, one of the guys was using a word, dude, that I was like, I had to like put my ear next to the speaker. I didn't know what he was saying. Was he saying the word dirt? You get dirt? Like if you do this, you get dirt or dirt. Like I couldn't understand the word he was saying. So I thought he said dirt, like uh, build up of dirt gunk right? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I mean, but that's what happens with you with your real life guns. If you shoot them a lot and don't clean them, they they gunk up on the inside. There's like powder residues and uh, from from the gases that gets stuck there. That's why you clean guns. Otherwise, you'll have misfires. Yeah, every gun owner knows that. So. So I, I think your guns have got a certain amount of hit points and yeah, and they degrade. Um, and then, uh, mate, I couldn't understand it, but I think dirt was the amount of durability that it's experienced or can experience. Don't quote me, guys. I kind of got a bit confused. I listened to it two times. I just couldn't understand the word. I, I think he is saying dirt. Um, yeah, audio was particularly bad in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, the audio was a bit muffled. That's right. I'm glad it wasn't just me, dude. I'm glad you said that. Um, no. So s- some of the stuff they went through when a weapon gets like used or gets into a poor state was it could potentially misfire. It could get jammed. Um, or I think the laser weapon's battery or something could even blow up. So... Um, that would be bad. Sorry? That would be bad. I was just thinking, like, yeah. you walk in, uh, and they're all tactical, and suddenly your gun explodes in your hands. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And and stuff that you might find, he, he was saying, will will be you know sort of used, used and abused stuff in 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 loot. Not not everything's going to be brand new, which is pretty cool. Actually, yeah, but that's that's really cool uh, because if you think about it, if you just down the guy with forty shots out of your S L M G. You don't want that armor to be pristine and wearable. It, it's got to be ruined. And yes. You go for the headshots. Yep. So, just by helmets. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like all those survival games again. You know, like when you go hunting and you, you if you use yeah. a, a rifle on the deer, it's it's the pelt is bad. But if you use a bow and arrow and you hit it in the head, uh, the pelt is good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So look. I at mean, the stuff. This kind of system was already in in other games. I, I know that from Daisy, you always took the headshots because otherwise uh, the gear would be ruined and uh, yeah, up the skill. That's it. Um, so that was kind of it's good to hear more information on the difference between ballistics and, and laser weapons, and they pivoted on to hacking, um, and they gave a concept of what it looks like or what it'll feel like. So they spoke about having a hacking device that you hold in your hand. And you know how you've got those existing crypto keys that you use to hack today at the terminals. They could be some sort of like ammunition or some usage or something that you put into these handheld devices. And then it just went fucking awesome. Like they're like, you obviously go into a network, a 3D network, with weak points and all that sort of stuff and you could you know you know crack new pathways that's all good 
the next good part was the antivirus will fight you, which is going to be the gameplay, which is that's that's awesome as well. But then, <laughs> oh man, they said you can do a command prompt version of it. Yeah, and program make <laughs> macros for it and everything. Yeah, so I you think could like they, type they like in already... the movies, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I have the Matrix code in the background. Yeah, yeah. man. So yeah, but sorry, this all, yeah, this also sounded like they are way ahead of developing. Like they're already knees deep in into it and uh, are yeah. testing it out. And because they said, "Oh yeah, it's really fun as it is right now." Yeah, so they're already playing around with it. Hurry up, we want to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're, I mean, they've they've definitely got the concepts, and look, they're, they're they're definitely playing with different, uh, the try trialing different things, and and happy, you know, kind of on, on that path. But the command prompt stuff, Ace, where you've got to type stuff in, and then you get a bonus for using that technique as well, is so cool. Um, I think it's cool that they add, add like a little extra reward for you learning all those commands extra little bits of of gameplay so to say it's a hacker's it's fantasy really, really yeah, yeah but it's really good i mean it's awesome it's brilliant that's what's needed yeah it's it's that that extra little mile that they've gone to 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 make it even more immersive um and then and you have all, you, and then you have that... to t type under pressure you know like you could be hacking somewhere people could be shooting around you and you like have to not make a mistake with the keystrokes and things like that. Well, that, that would fuck me up. I'm, I'm horrible at typing. I got like uh, switched letters all the time and stuff. <laughs> so I'll be providing security while someone else hacks, but yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be fun. It yeah. sounds like it's gonna be really entertaining and it adds a lot of depth and some sort of profession if you want absolutely because right now everybody's everything in the verse but once you actually need to have the skills and the knowledge to to fulfill certain roles um that will filter down and people will pick their roles inside the org or inside the group they're playing yeah and which is great yeah that's specialization exactly makes makes it makes it feel deeper and uh, everybody can be uh, the dude he wants to be in the, the game and do the things he wants to do and specialize in that that's great man exactly exactly like the more depth each one of these things has the more conversations we'll be having along the lines of hey where's our hacker guy that's uh space eddie where's who's who's our expert medic that's ace um and, and people can specialize in different things so i only know how to do kidney transplants <laughs> yeah stuff like that i'm only a dentist <laughs> yeah i got a broken back though yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fun um and then they quickly pivoted to different ammo types um and and little little things about the weapons i mean overall guys from the video you get that they're reworking all the guns and stuff um the guy said if you like the look of the p4ar you're gonna love the new look of the p4ar um and before i get into the ammo types ace do you have any 
certain favorite weapons at all in the FPS world yeah, or not? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, for a sidearm, I like the arc light just because it's light, practical, and has 30 bullets in one clip. Yep. And as main gun, I usually use the FS9, the oh, LMG. The light, light machine gun, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's devastating. Provide area cover and uh, go Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I usually run in first and spray everything with that thing. Yeah. And whatever standing gets picked up by the guys behind me. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I mean, it depends on taste a lot. I've been using the Custodian a lot before that. Um, just because of the looks of the gun. I liked, I liked how it looked. and uh, But I just like the ballistics and uh, the, the big ammo clip and being able to spray and pray into Yes. Into yeah, into the enemies basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my favorite weapons uh, I think I've, I've 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 come down to like different like I like a rifle for like medium even to kind of long range, medium to long range. Not super long range, like a sniper, but medium to long range, and then a submachine gun for uh for for very short for very uh short range or close quarters i like the using there? i like the, the lumen no i like the for the submachine gun in star marine i use the gemini is it c54 am i getting that right with the sort of blue light one which one uh, that one a uh, fishy looking one the, the one that looks like a fish a little bit like a science fictiony thing with blue blue yes. glowing bits. yeah yeah that's that vomits a lot of bullets uh at, at it's good at very short range but i found star marines one thing dude last week i went after a bounty and i had a c54 out and the guy was quote unquote in a bunker and i landed on the surface of the planet came out and i was running towards the bunker and then i looked at his pip and his pip was like, I was like nowhere near the bunker. His pip was like a hundred meters. And I thought, wow, okay, that's, he must be, he must be in the bunker, but underneath me or something. So I kept running. And then last second I looked, it was like 60 meters. And I realized, wait a second, this guy's not in the bunker. <laughs> He's on the surface of the planet, which doesn't happen to me often. And anyway, last second, as I came over the hill, I, it occurred to me, this guy's not in the bunker. So I got ready with my gun and I did see him behind a rock and I started spraying him with the C-54, but he was too far away. I hit him a few times, but he nailed me and killed me. So, you know, I, I didn't have the right gun for the right situation. So that's when I needed a rifle to, 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 to cover that longer range. Um, and um, I don't know why I just said that story. It was just one of my activities last week that, that you know, you, yeah, uh, I'm not going to just run around with a submachine gun anymore in the verse. In Star Marine, not a problem. But in, in, in the PU, I'm going to have uh, a rifle, I think, to cover, you know, different distances. So, um... Good reason why I picked the FS9, because at long distance, it still is semi-accurate if you give very short bursts of two or three rounds max. Yeah. 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 Uh, but... I, like, I like the Gallant energy rifle. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, it's probably not, not the most devastating, but I, I, I do like a bit of sci-fi-ness sometimes. Uh, 
It's a bit of a pew pew laser pew pew. But um, anyway, back to the, the show. So they talked about different ammo types. They spoke about plasma ammo, incendiary ammo. They talked, you know, kind of stuff you would expect in a sense, like how this ammunition is going to interact with the environment, you know, if something's going to catch on fire because of incendiary and, and cause these kind of hazard zones around around us as players and, you know, force people to come out of... Uh, uh, cover and things like that, right? Which was good. They, it was kind of a very general discussion. Um, they did talk about a certain ammo type for a split second called disarray. And they alluded that this disarray effect, like its name, it, it, it confuses you or it, it, it might knock you out over time or leave you confused or something. But I didn't get in much more out of that. I don't know if you did, Ace. Yeah, my thought was that it's uh, probably something slightly less than lethal bounty hunter yep. uh, suited ammo type. Like you, you start spraying into a corner and the dude just falls over unconscious and you can cuff him up, uh, which uh, was another thing they talked about, like the possibilities to restrain targets. Yes. Yes. Like handcuffs or zip ties or whatever. And yeah. yeah, I can see that ammo type working very well for that. I mean, once bounty hunting gets uh, gets another pass and we, we actually have to not just smoke the guys, <laughs> but actually bring them in alive, bounty hunting is going to be a lot more complicated and you will have to think about more stuff. Like, okay, how do I transport the dude I'm supposed to catch? You need to bring handcuffs or zip ties or whatever and yeah it will require a lot more preparation it's not just going to be fly from a to b and shoot shoot xyz yeah i mean the electrical weapons are in now right there's a pistol and a sniper rifle that are electro but do they actually knock you out or do they still just kill That's you Good question, actually. I've never really used the UberF uh, pistol too much. I, I mean, I shot it a few times at a dude and uh, didn't check if he was alive afterwards, so can't really say. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see, because that gun's already in. So, And with body dragging and looting uh, and all that stuff, it'd be interesting to see if... if um, I don't know, maybe someone out there can, can test it for us and, and let us know in the comments. Um, but I think it, it should work, actually. Uh, probably also as intended, as in the character goes down and it's not dead, because uh, I've done a few missions in the bunker w without guns, where, where I just went in, ran around, and sucker punched the dudes from behind. You yep. didn't kill them with a sucker punch, but they count as uh, eliminated for the mission, so... Yeah, yeah. Chances are the guns will actually work this way, too. I think in summary, guys, there's going to be different ammo types that's going to interact with the environment. There's going to be all sorts of options for bounty hunters to knock people out and, uh, you know, take them back alive, if you like. Um, they're going to change different modes and looks of the, of, the, of the weapons and stuff. And most importantly, the arc light is going to get a burst mode. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. I'd love that. Yeah, three shots. Bam, 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 bam. So that'll be pretty cool. Um then they moved on to melee weapons. Uh, so, Ace, uh, ultimate melee weapon for you, please. What is it? Samurai, it's a samurai sword or high energy. <laughs> nah, not no. An axe. Good old 
baseball bat with uh, with with high powered um, with a high powered tip that gets like electric electric Ooh. current flowing through it. Okay, that, that would be cool. But I'd set for uh, for a regular bat too. I mean, nothing says more like I'm here for trouble than carrying a baseball bat on okay. your back next to your LMG. So okay, a bat. Um, I think as an Australian, I would go for a cricket bat. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> uh with i don't know uh syringes sticking out of it <laughs> there you go face nails <laughs> very That's good it. yeah um but i'd also like a, a big machete kind of knife yeah. not not a sword i, I don't want to be like a space conan that's that's not needed but a but a machete seems like the, the perfect uh, tool for space exploration you know, it could be slightly more on the tool side than than on the I'm gonna chop people up side. Yeah, space Conan. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm a I'm a big Conan fan, so that that's uh, <laughs> that's funny, man. Um, I like Conan too, but not in you space. Know, yeah, <laughs> you you don't have to have like a two-headed uh, barbarian axe with uh, yeah. With little decorative skulls on it on on your backpack, that's not needed. Yeah. That's cool in Conan, but um, there's there, there's a tool you can not buy, but but you can look at in the uh, refineries or in the uh, the cargo stations. I don't know if you've if you've seen that. That looks fantastic. It would be cool if we get one of those uh, to to be able to use that. Looks like a combo of uh, of an axe, crowbar, and um, a pick. Is that what yeah, it looks like? It's, like a climbing yeah, peak? It looks like a mount, mountain climbing peak almost? Or yes, some peak? sort of uh, weird uh, industrial tool for, for like prying stuff open or, or smashing stuff in. And with, with a pick side and a hammer side and at the bottom it's got like a crow foot. Don't mess with the like, miners, dude. They're going to have six yeah. melee weapons already. Yeah, man, I don't want to be hit with one of those. No. Don't mess helmet with or no helmet. Yeah. Don't, don't bring but a knife yeah. to a fight with a miner. Yeah, um, the hammer will always win. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah, there's going to be melee weapons, guys, I'm sure, of different types, slowly and surely. And then they spoke about um, different archetypes of armor. Like, at the moment, we've got, like, light, medium, and heavy. And I think they're talking about four different archetypes. Is that right, Ace? Combat, specialist utilitarian yeah. and support yeah a bit like that that uh, different armor types will protect you more or less from different uh, ammo types so to say and uh, the it's also going to be a difference between a combat suit and like an environmental suit stuff like that is what i what i got from it yeah yeah the combat is going to help you in combat probably a bit more armor or something and maybe carry more stuff maybe the specialist i got was like a stealth assassin type thing kind of like the combat but maybe it helps with stealth and you know whatever other things an assassin needs the utilitarian stuff was like that more environmental exploration type suit and the support guy uh, one thing i got out of it was the support suit will have like 
like more power generation you could be a mobile phone recharger everyone's like i need to recharge my phone and they plug into into your suit and you're like i'm here to see support it you <laughs> yeah yeah but um, i could also see it work as um like dedicated armor for flight so pilots get a certain type of armor that uh, compresses certain areas of the body in this and this way so you can take higher g's before passing out that's that because would be, some people will complain about that but for me as a flight sim guide that would be cool if you had to <sighs> nah i suppose it kind of it's, eh. it's like in real life i mean yeah but you know when you land and you want to run out your ship like you don't yeah. want to change every time but oh it's good it's good to have a flight suit like a dedicated flight you plug into the ship and stuff anyway it doesn't have to be for for every for everyone but like for dedicated fighter pilots like to take oh, the higher g's that, that's that's, uh, that's what i meant that, that's, that's what they're true. doing nowadays already like uh fighter pilots wear like some some special suit on top of their of the regular flight suit that compresses their legs and stuff so yep. when they when they when they pull high g maneuvers uh yep. yeah the blood doesn't clog up in their legs and yes. they don't pass out so yes. something like this that, like that could actually work i could see that work i could see that work that's a genius idea dude so like you can choose to wear it if you do you can pull higher g's if you don't you just wear your normal armor and and typically in a valkyrie or in a bigger ship if you just where you want to land and just get on the surface of the planet you probably wouldn't wear that suit because you're not going to pull high g's but if you're going to go and just dogfight for the next three hours you you put on that suit yeah. and it gives you an edge and if you get shot down and you parachute down amongst a bunch of Marines, then you're kind of in this weak-ass pilot suit. You know, you put your hands up and you're like a proper pilot type thing. Um, it's just fabric. It's just fabric. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so cool, man. And then they kind of finished it off with uh, weight and stamina. Yes, there's going to be weight and stamina effects. There already is a little bit. And, um, and then it kind of links in with... Um, uh, hunger and thirst in the sense that the weight the more weight you have uh the slower you are which means the longer you're running to get somewhere which then ties into you get think, hungrier and thirstier i think that's already implemented to a certain degree we were running around for hours last night on the same server and uh one of the guys was wearing super heavy armor everybody else was wearing light armor because haha and um yeah the dude was thirsty all the time and he was slow as fuck we had to wait all the time like come on bro hurry up everybody's <laughs> yeah. over here now oh clonk 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 give me a second i'm thirsty what's yeah. funny i think you're right they they did allude that yeah there's already some some of those systems in play as well so that's funny man he's that guy the slow guy um and that was it man that's that was a really informative star citizen live first person features so that was really good on on a side of the game not that we don't get much information on we we, we don't we don't get as much as as the other side of the game which is the the, the spaceship stuff so um that wraps that up uh before we tie up we we end the podcast man so the expos we promised last episode that we would rate the expos 
and I trust that you've been to the RSI and the Anvil Expo, Ace? I have indeed, yes. Okie dokie. Um, so go ahead, man. You tell me uh, what you think of the... Let's start with the Anvil. We'll, we'll do one at a time. So you go ahead with your thoughts of the first conference, which was Anvil. The presentation was great. It looked pretty cool. I, I liked the... Uh the blue um to to make the ships pop a little bit more because last year's was all um yellow and white and the, the colors were cool but it was a little too light to to make the ships pop up from the background so that worked pretty well uh in terms of new stuff there wasn't too much new stuff to see like actual stuff there were uh holograms of course but yeah it wasn't, wasn't too much innovation the the newest thing you could was the uh, uh, what's it called the the Anvil Spartan? Yep. And I ran in there and wanted to check that out because I knew okay that's the new thing and I was a little bit uh, underwhelmed. Yep. If you want. Yep. Because it's basically just a just a little bus. Uh, that's yep. what it is. I. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, it's probably my mistake because I assumed it would be. You know that APC from Aliens, that that classic thing from the old movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had a little bit more of that in mind when I uh, when I went to see it, and it's it's not that. If you want, once you step in, there's uh, to the left is the cockpit or the driver's seat, and to the right you get like six seats for dudes who can sit down. That's pretty much it. Plus two extra doors, and yeah, I was a little bit underwhelmed by that. Yeah, I feel I feel if the Spartan went up against the alien uh, thing, uh, alien transport ship, uh, transport vehicle, the alien thing would eat it for dinner. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, it's there, but it's it's a miss for me. Yeah. Okay. Anything else from the Anvil uh, show? No, not really. There was nothing new. I mean, you could you could see the F7A and the uh, and the F8 Lightning, which is always cool to see them up close and get into the cockpits because that's the ships everybody wants. Yep. But only few get. But yeah, yeah, and we'll get always get the extra points for those too. So yeah, and um, the hologram was the Liberator yeah 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 um which do you have any interest in the liberator mate or are you a transport ship type of guy or not really no not really um but i like the idea and the concept behind it and yeah. uh, i think it's going to be a very useful orc ship in the long run yeah yeah so out of uh, what's your final mark on uh on uh anvil's expo I think we're going with A, B, C, D. Yeah. In this case, I'm going to give Anvil a B because they had the F8 and the F7A. A B. Nice. Okay. Mate, very similar to you, dude. So to me, even if there's one thing new, um, I, I tried to give them a break. Uh, to me, one thing new is like t a, a tick in the box. You know what I mean, Ace? Because not all these manufacturers are going to have we're not going to have 10 new ships every year. So even if there's one yeah, thing new in my book, that's like a, a big tick. So they had something new. 
it wasn't fully innovative, like you say. To me, it was like it was the ballista, just without the ballista stuff and six seats. Yeah. You know, with the two size two guns, I think uh, one turret on it. But you know, an APC. We need an APC on the ground. It'll be interesting to see how they make missions and stuff where spaceships can't come in and you have to use ground vehicles. I'm waiting on that. I want, I want to see what that looks like and how they're going to force only ground stuff to, to happen uh, with storms. I think they said storms and s- s- weird gases that you can't fly through and, and things like that maybe. Um, and the Liberator was... Cool. Uh, sorry, Ace? I mean that that just that, that sounds really cool. Um, that, that's my thing with uh, the, the ground vehicles at the moment. There's not much reason to use them other than hey, dudes, wanna wanna fuck around in an in an ox for a while. Yeah. There's there's not much reason yeah. to use them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, I can think of some simple reasons, like you know, like a gas that's combustible, and you know how ship thrusters are like fire, like. Something, yeah, yeah, of course. Like that. They they could put in a few systems to force you to use them, which yeah. uh, which would make it more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Liberator was something new. It wasn't. It was a hologram, so still something new. Uh, we knew we knew a little bit about it. it. wasn't a total surprise, but again, something new to see. And so I had two two elements that that was new and innovative. So that was a, that was a tick. Uh, variety, like you said. You had the F8, which everyone wants to gawk at, and it kind of anvils varieties like pretty amazing. Um, you have like you had like a hologram of a transport ship. You had um, ground vehicles. You had um, an exploration ship front and center. You had the Carrick. Then you had all these fighter ships, the F7s and stuff. Um, then yeah. you had this Anvil Terrapin, you, you know, it's such a variety and, and, you know, if it was a real expo and you were in there, there's so much to see. So for everyone, like there's almost something for everyone. So the Anvil in its nature always scores high in, 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 you know, it's, it's kind of variety. Uh, I'll give it a B presentation, man. Like for me, all the blue stuff is like, um, the it's, um, IA, IAE's decoration and I'm looking for these vendors to bring in their own decorations their own banners their own posters their own uh, thing and I have a feeling the decoration and presentation is going to be all the same unless Drake does something different like there's no it's all the same blue because I went to RSI's there was no RSI banners or posters so if that I'm letting you know right now it's it's a D for me because they didn't bring in regards to presentation uh, they didn't bring anything their own brand or posters and, and, and things like that um, I do like the little video at the front where you, I just sit there and watch all the ads and Anvil had a lot of different ads happening um, for their ships yeah that's really cool and uh, have, have you seen those new panels they they put up at the entry hall yes yeah, you can actually interact with them, and they tell you a little story. I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I was. But like, that's oh, a that's... Oh, they talk. <laughs> yeah, that's an IAE thing again. So not not the manufacturer. Um, I think yeah, they, correct. They stay constant throughout the thing, but they're awesome. Don't get me wrong. And the map as well, dude. That shows you where everything is is much needed at the expo. 
Um, Very much so. Yeah. It's so big. Those halls are so big. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of running. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I give it a, um, I give it a B. Did you give it a B as well? Okay, there we go. Anvil gets a B. What about RSI, man? Well, RSI was RSI. Um, the, th the thing with RSI is I like all the future ships, but pretty much none of the current ones. Yep. Like yep. the Polaris and the, the, the Perseus and Scorpius, all beautiful. But the yep. Connies, oh, man. I mean, yeah, they, they are a classic and part of the thing and everybody likes them because they are i, I don't know um, it's almost thing. like a, not really it's it's a stupid design on the inside and uh yeah i don't like how it flies i don't like how the turrets feel sure and um yeah so the holograms were really the highlights would you say the three yeah holograms. absolutely for me absolutely because it's uh it's the rsi ships i like and it's the was the new stuff and yeah the others i've i've seen enough times and encountered them in the verse so it's yeah nothing too spectacular there so keeping in mind that anvil was a b what do you give rsi relative to it um i'll give them a c because they still had new stuff which was pretty let's be honest yeah 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 i agree with you um the new stuff there was new stuff there the scorpius and and the perseus and and the polaris but they were holograms but still they were there and presentation wise the decoration was all the same again the, the only thing that kind of at least sort of greets your eyes for me when you step in is seeing all the constellations in the in the in the center room is is something uh, i suppose unless you really hate the look of the thing then you're like wow four ugly ships <laughs> um but i appreciated having all the constellations in the center room at least it was like a little bit like oh wow uh, you know a bit of a visual feast but yeah a c man uh, i agree with you exactly a c um they had some ads as well on the on the screen but it was only two ads um they didn't have ads for all the other ships whereas i felt anvil nearly had they had the mantis ad and the taurus ad um on the screen um but yeah I'll give it a c so can't wait to see the other expos that are coming out and uh, we'll continue to rate them at our next podcast but ace that's all i got man um anything you'd like to add well you got a shopping list for this iaa uh i've already executed i was hoping you didn't ask <laughs> <laughs> oh god dude uh, well it was store credit um and it was i've i got the orion dude that was fucking nice dude yeah. congratulations yeah yourself um yes um shoving stuff around so uh, i have a vulture right now which did not have lti and i'm gonna upgrade another lti i have to the vulture yep so i have a vulture with lti and i'm probably getting a vulcan the vulcan. drone support repair 
they need because that's what oh, we're still needing it. Okay, yeah. Oh, I've got to group. I got to go look that up, man. The Vulcan. It, that's uh, that's not a new ship, is it? It's been around for a while. No, it's not. Yeah, it's been in development. Well, I don't know if it's been in development. The thing is, it carries four drones for yep. repairs and refuel and restock. Yeah. And, uh, well, we don't have drones yet, so it's not very useful, and thus yeah. we cannot fly. Yeah. But it'll be there sometime. Okay. And, yeah, pl planning for the future, basically. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. That's our shopping at the moment. Um, hopefully, uh, I can resist any further shopping and... Uh... Yeah, there might still be surprises here. Nobody oh, knows. Oh, wait. Ding, 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 ding. i got to ring the bell, man. Uh, crowdfunding reached $400 million. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. So, uh, well done, CIG. And actually, well done to all these hardworking people that have put their money, you know, put their you know hands in their pockets and funded a dream that we all... Uh, are experiencing and and want to see and continue to to grow and develop so it's not only thank you cig but it's thank you to everyone that's donated money to the Absolutely. cause yeah good work keep spending guys so i can have my game <laughs> in fact double double it <laughs> just buy more spaceships there's always there's always more room in your hangar Bye, Idris. This is Screw News, guys, and we're out. Bye for now. Bye.